Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, it is your boy DJ Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, 50 grand, posted up in front of his microphone stand. Tell him who you am, my friend. I'm not really sure if it's a microphone stand, per se. We've kind of maybe been giving off the wrong uh, visual to all our listeners all these years. Right, 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 right. You know, my boy Savage O'Malley, never causing no harm, sitting in front of his microphone arm. Yeah, (laughs) doesn't have the same ring to it. But I I hear what you're saying. You think I'm giving him some kind of visual of like, that you're in front of the big like lollipop microphone stand, like Prince. Frankie Valley. Yeah, or one of those, some singer like kicks it out and brings it back. And yeah, man. You know, I'm just out there. Singing, sing, singing some uh, some old school like doo-wop R&B yeah, yeah, type yeah. stuff in front of the big microphone stand with the fancy lollipop mic. You know what? That's actually a cool visual. I think you fucked it up. I think you should have let him keep thinking that. <laughs> now that I've gotten into it and we've talked more about it, I think that's really cool. Like the mic arm is just not anywhere near as sexy as the lollipop stand. Oh, you, you think that they just think I'm over here like this? Yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> and every time it rains, it rains. Pennies from heaven. Pennies Shoo-y from heaven. Doobie. Don't you know each cloud yes. contains pennies from heaven? Shooby dooby. It's time for the nasty lyric of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I think they were thinking. And now we have destroyed that image and wiped it from their memories and they will never think that way again. All because you just couldn't handle You had to be the, the whore for the details, my friend. Are you calling me selfish? A bit, a bit. You just had to have the mic arm in there. Come over here, boy. Sam. And every time it rains, it rains. <laughs> Don't you know it's confident? Every time it rains, it rains. 
I'm actually looking for my instrumental. Sorry. Oh, okay, not so a problem. Enjoy that, Louis Prima. Really, really likes this song. He's gonna let it go. There we go. We're back to the instrumentals. All right. Yeah. So you have now completely destroyed that vision, that fantasy that any one of our fans may have had, and they now know that we're sitting in front of mic arms attached to your your uh, little computer desk here. And- uh, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy Savage O'Malley, aka Squawkle Man. <laughs> A.K.A. Snuggle Jennings for the ladies. Uh-huh. That's right. A.K.A. Uh, what I call myself last week. Uh, we were talking about something. I gave myself some weird nickname. Yes, dude. I can't keep track. You've got a it's lot a of lot, nicknames. man. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. You will have Scotty to Scotty Frisco. And... There it is. Bringing them all the way back. Is I that the I... first time we've gotten that derailed prior to you even saying your nicknames <laughs> and introducing yourself? Like, we... We always go off on tangents. The 209 tangent is a thing. Shall we I all know on? that. But I, we derailed even before. You're like, oh, by the way, hi, this is Scott. Like, we derailed like big yeah, That's time. happened a couple times. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, by the way. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't, I, look, I just was like, man, I don't even have a microphone stand. I thought someone was like thinking I had a microphone stand. Maybe I was like over there behind a podium, you know? Right. In my bow tie trying to get my... Uh, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. This is uh, Scott M. Bittner. Yes. And how are you? It's I like great it. to hear you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, first of all, shout out to... Uh, I wanted to send a shout out a couple episodes ago. LaFondizi was in here. Yes. I uh, got some cool feedback from that show. Okay. Okay. Uh, a couple people were like, uh, they really love the history and just being able to, you know... Um, <laughs> one, one of my buddies was like, it's like he was paid to go on there and talk about how great you were. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't tell him to say any of that shit. Yeah, that's yeah. all true. That's all true stuff. I didn't tell him to say nothing. Yeah, it wasn't like a, a, a you know a pre-show notes meeting. Here's the things you're gonna have to touch on, yeah. or uh, right, no inheritance, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Because all he gets right now is a microphone arm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so. That's in the that's in the will somewhere. It's a yeah, mic yeah. arm, not yeah. a stand. Yeah. If I you get you. if you if you want the microphone stand, then you get nothing. That's right. <laughs> Because we ain't got one. Mm-mm. That's all there is Mm-mm. to it. It's as simple as that. Uh, hey, so last episode you talked about you went to uh, Colorado. And, yes, uh, yes, hung I out did. with a longtime homie. Uh, and you were talking about uh, when you were, you were telling me off the air that you were talking about movies and, and, and he's a movie guy. Oh, yeah. My and homie it, John is a major, major, major movie guy. And, it, and You it, and I are movie guys. He is a movie guy the guy the guy like the critic i think i really realized it even more so than ever on this trip like yeah you went on vacation for three days and ended up sitting on a, in the living room watching three movies we watched three movies i got there thursday night like i didn't get in till late like 11 o'clock so pretty much over the span of friday to i left sunday around 10 10 30 i watched three movies while i while i was at his house he is a movie guy and he's not one of those guys that's like casually like hey have you seen this and then you go no and you go, oh man that's so good i i recommend you you check it out man you should watch that it was like have you seen this i was like no i haven't seen that oh we're putting it on like sit down like this is happening like right you should have said yes bitch yeah that's right and which which is okay because you know what every movie that he turned me on to was minimum good couple of them were mind-blowingly like great like i somehow i'd never seen knives out 
Knives Out is phenomenal, man. I I, sh- I think I shot you, you a did. screenshot of the poster, and I'm like, Savage, you're gonna love this. You gotta watch it. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, apparently, um, Netflix has picked it up now, and they're gonna do Knives Out two and three. So you're gonna follow the story of uh, this detective who solves crimes. He solves mysteries. Um, it's Daniel Craig's character, and uh, apparently he's they're gonna continue on his his adventures in two more movies straight to Netflix. And I guess he's gotten a Daniel Craig's got a 50 or 60 million dollar deal with Netflix to continue these stories on. So crazy, good for him, but but that movie was phenomenal and then we watched another movie called Parasite. Yeah. You heard of that? Yeah, I won the uh... A ton of awards. Yeah, like a, uh, I think it's a Korean film, so it was subtitled. You got to watch the subtitles, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. But uh, funny and yet at the same time disturbing. It's a movie about class, like the lower class versus the upper class and their relationships and how they work together. But it's all done in this story where I had no idea what it was about. I had no idea where it was going. And I definitely didn't see the ending coming that came. Totally shocked. Thoroughly loved it. Uh, and then the other movie that I watched while I was there was um, Birds of Prey, The Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Okay. Which is like kind of a prequel leading up to the, uh, not really a prequel, but a, a pre-story that leads into the Suicide Squad, this new Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad movie, so which we're going to review later. But so yeah those were the three movies that i watched while i was there and this dude is just a a movie buff a movie fanatic so at one point we're discussing the podcast and i'm looking through my phone and i come across my list of top 10 movies because one of our dedicated lovely beautiful listeners suggested that we do a top 10 movies right yeah i recall yeah okay and you and i have been delaying or, or as my my co-host likes to tell me when i'm telling him something about myself yeah correct correct yes <laughs> yes absolutely or you know what else i say a lot when i listen back to the podcast absolutely 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 i say that if you were playing the 209 bingo and you get absolutely you have absolutely on your board you're in big trouble because if you got to take a shot every time i say that you ain't gonna get through the episode hey that's not gonna appease everybody yes there you go ding 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 appease you're welcome listener. yeah yeah so um anyway like i brought up i come across my list like oh man you know we're we've had a listener ask us to do our top 10 movies and savage and i have delayed we have stalled we have put off whatever you want to call it because as a dedicated movie fan a movie buff you know you and i both have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dvds and blu-rays in our collection it's insurmountable it just almost seems impossible and he was like oh my god damn how do you do that he's like what's in your list so i start rattling them on you know friday uh you know i just start reading off you know movies from my list mm-hmm. and he's like that, that really well, what about this what about this movie and i'm like oh shit. And he's like and how could you have this over that over this he's like oh my god how would you even do that and he's all of a sudden this I see the wheels turning and his head looks like it's going to explode. And I'm like, exactly, dude. How do you do it? That's why we haven't done it. I go, but hey, look, man, you ain't got a podcast. Don't lose any sleep over it. Don't don't worry about it. It's something that Savage and I got to fuck with and worry about. I said, but the reason why we haven't done it is because 10 is limiting, right? There's just so many movies like that I love. That like, how do you like, 
Christmas movies alone. Like you and I do every year. We do our favorite Christmas movies, right? Sports movies, action movies, sci-fi movies, drama, comedy. My God, like we're in our 40s. Like how do you narrow it down to 10? I think the problem is, is A, it's a fluid list. It's cha- ever changing. It's ever yeah. changing. Like, which is almost any list, top ten type list. You know, yeah. and, 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 and like, again, and, and I don't know why, but it seems like music is just so much easier to do a list. Yeah, I was telling them my favorite episode of almost every year is our end of the year episode where we do our top five music, movies, TV, whatever. I go because we're just, it's just for the year. That I can handle. Mm-hmm. This top 10 movies or even the top 10 MCs or top 10 albums, when you stretch it out over all time, like it's uh, it's so much more daunting. Like, because, oh, man, I really love the new Yellow Wolf. But fuck, the, the very first Run DMC album it affected me so much as a child. I went back and I listened to my top 10 um, MC's list that we did. I even sent you because you had promised that you were going to do a list. I sent you the link to it and I went, hey, you owe me a list, man. Because Incorrect. Because at one point I did top 10, but the way I did it was top 10 rappers who influenced me, who made me want to rap, that made me not necessarily who I think are the best because there are MC's on there, like Easy es on that list and, and Too Short. Not really known as lyrical rappers, rappers, but they influenced me. So that's the way I got around that by creating that. Okay, these are the top 10 rappers who just influenced my life. And you mentioned like, oh man, if I did it, the alcoholics would be on there. They're not known for selling records or not super famous, but they just influenced me as a kid. I like your parameters and I'm going to, I'm going to work on a list like that. So you do owe me a list, my friend. Like it ain't not, we still got to do the movies too, but yeah, uh, so these lists are difficult, man. Unless you find some tricky little niche or some way, to creative way to make it simpler. When you just go, hey, favorite of all time, go. Like, that's hard, man. As we're sitting here talking in the uh, storage slash closet area behind you, I have some DVDs. And, you sure do. And... Uh, I'm looking there and there's, I just saw two movies that I probably wouldn't have put on my top 10 list, but they're just phenomenal movies that like, it, like one of them is Con Air. Con Air is a great movie. So good. Great movie. Hummingbird. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love you know? that movie. And, yeah. and, and like there's, it's just so hard. Like even if you, even if we dissected it into sections and we're like, all right, comedies are all right, you know. Disney movies are all right, whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, not ever going to be easy. No. But, but my buddy John, that is what his girlfriend Jen suggested. Mm-hmm. She's like, what What would probably make it easier? Almost like a bracket system. Like, you know, when they do the college basketball brackets, which are complicated in another way. But she said, maybe you do your top five or like top seven, but you do your top seven just comedies. And then you do maybe holiday movies. Then you do sports movies and you do action movies. And you do, you know, drama and you do sci-fi and you do lists for just those. And then you go through and you pick, all right, out of these seven sci-fi, what's the, my favorite one out of these? Out of these comedies, what's my favorite one? Out of these sports movies, what's my favorite one? And then that in turn would then become your top 10. You, So maybe you do 10, 10 categories with, I don't know, five or seven movies each. 
and then you pick one from each of the 10 categories and then somehow try to rank them. It still ain't going to be easy. Right. But they, she broke that down. I'm like, that's not a bad idea because I could probably pick, trying to pick 10 movies overall just out of any genre, that's tough. But if you told me, all right, pick 10 comedies, that's still not easy, but a hell of a lot easier than just movies overall. Like, because how do you rank like, oh, my God, Dumb and Dumber is one of my favorite comedies. But where does that place over, uh, I don't know, Dead Poet Society with Robin Williams? Two very different movies, but both might make a top 10 list at some point for me. But I don't know how you do that. So if I got Dumb and Dumber in one list and, and, and you know, Dead Poet Society on another list, then it would be picking them out. I don't know. Like, there's no real easy way. It's going to be work no matter what. But I don't know how you know how you do that like and make it simpler like the way i did my top 10 list for rappers who influenced me what would i do that you know favorite movies as a kid maybe what was my top 10 movies growing up my go-to's you know what i mean Batman. yeah you know i don't know how you if we find some way like that to work it maybe it would be easier but it, it, it at this point i wish i could remember who suggested this because it's a really great idea for a podcast because it's so difficult, that's what makes it great. It feels like an insurmountable, to quote a movie, it feels like a mission impossible given to us by a listener. You know what I mean? Like it, it really feels like a task that I'm not up for. Like, I don't know if I can do it. Uh, it raises the anxiety, man. Yeah. I don't want anyone to think about it. It's probably why I didn't give you my artist list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, it's work. It's like when, when for a while, when the 50 greatest rappers of all time list was floating around and everybody was... There was a list that somebody said somebody put out like anonymously, but they were like, no, that's Crooked Eye's list. And Crooked Eye's like, that ain't my list because so-and-so would be on there. And no rapper would claim it, but it got put out there and it was floating around. I looked at that 50 and that's 50. And I was like, my God, that just, I'd lose sleep because I'd create the list and try to walk away from it. And then the next day, wake up and change it. Add someone, take someone out, shift. Because that's it. It's not just a list of picking the 50 favorites. It's also ranking. So I'm saying Scarface is better than Rakim, or Rakim is better than Scarface, but not quite as good as Ice Cube, but above Karis One. Like, oh my God! Like, no. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's. I'm I'm starting. I feel my stress level. I think my blood pressure is raising right now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting stressed out even just thinking about it. So yeah, man, it's that might be the wings. Yeah. It, well, yeah, we did just eat wing stop. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be, could the, be that. I could be the Cajun fries, the wings, and the ranch dressing that's got my blood pressure elevated as well. So maybe I should calm down and breathe. Or I, I, Please do breathe. That would be a bad episode if like, all of a sudden I went into like cardiac arrest. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll see you next time in the 209. I've got to dial 911. Like, yeah, that's, 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 not good. that's not good. We don't want that entertainment. We don't want that one? No, I, I probably could live without that episode. That, well, let's hope I live, but... Yeah, man. So anyway, that was a big discussion. Um, we stopped in at a little spot. I can't remember the name of it. That in Colorado, somewhere in Loveland, that did amazing ciders. Uh-huh. And I had a, uh, I want to say it was a peach cider that was absolutely delicious. These hard ciders, you know. And we were just kicking back, bullshitting, and that was with a big. When I when I mentioned the top ten movies, everybody was like, "Oh my god! Like, how do you do that? Like, I'm like, I don't know. That's why we haven't done it. Yeah, because it's." It almost seems impossible, but I guess we'll get there someday. You and I will figure it out, Savage. I know we will. We got this. Bill, I disagree. It's never happening? Is that what you're telling me? I don't... 
I, it's, I just don't know, like, I, it would have to be, like, gun to my head or, hey, we'll make your list and we'll give you $5,000. All right, okay. fine, then I'll get my damn list. I'll what if we out. did, what if we broke it down like this? Best movies, uh, we'd still have to figure that out, though, but what if we did, like, best movies in the last five years? Like, top ten movies in the la- of the last five years. But then you got to remember, like, what came out in the last five years. That sounds like a lot of work, too. Like, I'm just adding work. Yeah, that just made more work for us, yeah. didn't I? Yeah, okay. You should work for the government. Well, I mean, at least in the last five years, you know we got... We're going to take this form away and replace it with three new forms. In the last five years, we've had a shitload of Marvel movies, so you could be almost like your list. You want me to tell you my top ten movies from the last 11, 13 years? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. They're all Marvel. Yeah, okay, there you go. Boom, done. Just like yeah, that. Whatever those are. Yeah. <laughs> Endgame, Endgame Civil Infinity War, War yeah, yeah. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Done. Top three right there. there. All right, cool. So whoever that listener was, I'm sorry, I can't remember you now. There it is. All right, ready? Endgame, yeah. Winter Soldier. What was the other one? <laughs> Infinity, Infinity Endgame, War. Infinity Wars, Winter Soldier. Done. Boom. Top three. Top three. Yeah. Nailed it. Just like that. Okay, ready? Yes. Ooh. That's right. Silence. You have 10 seconds to answer. Okay. Uh-oh. My blood pressure's elevating again. I'm taking all the movies away in the world. You only get to watch one movie the rest of your life. What do you pick? Oh, shit. You serious? You keep doing this to me, right? Seven now. seconds. We just got done saying we couldn't do 10. You're getting, you, Five you, seconds. You put it down to one. Three seconds. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Okay, there you go. Good job. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's on my top 10 list right now that I have that will probably never see the light of day. So, I mean, but damn it, man. That wasn't fair. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you have a mic too. You could do stuff. You do not. I don't have the volume. You turn the volume down. All you gotta do is say, hey, go turn that volume down. I'm gonna hit you with something. I know, but it's and not very like, dr- All right. Just say this. Hey, turn the mic down. Turn the music down. I wanted to ask you something. Try it. Hey, Savage, turn the music down. I want to ask you something. No. Because <laughs> now you know I'm going to hit you with something crazy. <laughs> no, yeah. I like being asked questions. Yeah, I could. Um, as long as it's not by law enforcement. Yeah, well, right. Yeah. So, Savage, where were you on the night in question? Yeah. <laughs> I was with your mama, bitch. <laughs> sounds, Come on. Cletus. It sounded a little bit like Chappelle. Anyway, so yeah, that was a big topic of discussion down there in Colorado. And my buddy's mind was blown. He's like, how do you do that? And I'm like, I don't know, man. That's a good question. I said, but hey, you don't need to worry about it. It's on me and Savage. We're the dumb ones that started a podcast. Damn. Decided to let people tell us what to do with it. You know, like you're taking ideas from the fans. It's a great idea. I just don't know where we roll with it. Eventually, someday I'm going to put something together. Um, I'm going to figure out some kind of a parameter that makes it a little easier. And I'll come in here with a list, and I, I will drop it just in honor of that fan. I wish I could remember the name right now, the person that suggested that. I feel horrible. But, Todd. Uh, and thank you, Todd. I, I want to say it was a, a young lady, though. I could be wrong about that. Anyway, Susan. Thank you, Susan. Susan. Yeah. It was not Karen. No, it was not. I made it a point to say Susan instead of Karen. Yeah. Anyway, so Karen yeah. Karen wants to. Karen would like to know our top ten fruits we would put in. Potato salad. Yeah. <laughs> and raisin better be number one. I was going to say raisins has to be number one. Absolutely. So anyway, speaking of movies. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. Oh, did you have a question for me? Sorry. <laughs> no, no. No, you can turn the sound back oh, up. Okay. So you and I both watched a movie. We did. That we are going to talk about. You actually saw it in the theater. The theatrical release, if you will. And I saw it at home 
and it was so good to me. You asked me. I said, man, I just watched that Suicide Squad. We're going to talk about the Suicide Squad. Dead's up. We oh, mentioned great. It. Yeah. Um, you, I, I hit you up like, wow, really good, man. I enjoyed it. And you're like, do you wish you saw it in the theater? And I was like, yes, I'm sorry. I didn't see it in the theater. Especially now after hearing that it uh, very, very much underperformed. It did not make the money they were hoping. Especially it got... It was 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Very high kudos from critics and fans alike. Um, So they anticipated it to make good money. And I want to say maybe it made 15 to 20 million its opening weekend. I don't have those numbers in front of me. Mm -hmm. But it very, very much underperformed. Didn't make anywhere near what they thought it was going to make. Or come close to recouping the cost of what it costs to film a movie like this. Um... So, I, yeah, I was very disappointed that I didn't go out and support in the theater because I'm a theater guy, man. You know, I, I the experience of going to the movies is something I enjoy wholeheartedly and have missed. But the reason I bought the HBO Max subscription was because they were giving us these movies to the theater. But at the time, I didn't think they were going to be in theaters. You know what I mean? I do. We were locked down. So my whole reasoning for getting HBO Max was like, well, if I can't see these movies in the theater, I still want to at least be able to see them. So let me get HBO Max. I'll watch them at home. It's not the same, but at least I'm not completely missing out. Well, now all of a sudden we're in this world where things have opened up. HBO Max took this deal for a year and they got to honor it, right? Warner Brothers and HBO Max made this deal for the year. But now we're getting these movies that are streaming the same day they drop in theaters. And uh, unfortunately, it's a, it's. I think it's taken a big. We've already discussed this a little bit. It's crushing the ticket sales. It's uh, really putting a hamper on the money that they make at the box office. It's killing the theaters who spend the big time dollars to bring in these movies. Uh, and then it's just killing the number of ticket sales and killing the the revenue that the movie brings in as well. I mean, so. All the way around, I don't know if it's a good look for for these movies. When you get an excellent movie like this and it underperforms, people are going to start thinking, oh, maybe it's not good. You know what I mean? The people that... Right. Maybe they were on the fence. Like, yeah, the first Suicide Squad sucked. I don't know about this one. And then they see, oh, it made $20 million opening weekend? That's like a failure for a superhero movie of any kind. Suicide Squad or any other. The first Suicide Squad made good money, even though the critics hated it. So they got this great positive momentum coming, and then they tank at the box office. And uh, I've got to think that the HBO Max streaming had a had a big chunk of that. I wish you could see the numbers. I hadn't heard how many people streamed it. But I know everyone was telling me they watched it. Everybody was like, did you see the Suicide Squad? Did you see the Suicide Squad? And my overwhelming response from everyone was, yeah, they saw it, and that they loved it. But they weren't going to the theater to see it. So, I mean, it sucks because this is James Gunn. This is the guy, the man, James Gunn directed this, had a hand in writing it. This was his baby. This is the first big thing he's done since they cut him loose from the Guardians of the Galaxy. He had a big parting with Disney over some old tweet that he sent years and years back. that was a little bit inappropriate and they me too'd him and Disney gave him the axe. But the whole cast of... Guardians refused to come back and film another movie unless James Gunn was brought back. So James Gunn will be back, 
in the Guardians. But in the meantime, he's been doing this. This has been his baby. And man, I, I thought it was excellent. And I just think it's a tragedy that that it didn't receive the kind of uh, attention in the theaters that it should have because it deserved to make all the money. In my opinion, hands down, The Suicide Squad is the best DC movie to date. They have not even come close to this movie as far as entertainment value, story, action, uh, effects, visuals, acting, all the way around. I thought this was the strongest movie in the DCEU, the DC Comics Extended Universe. Not even close to me. I had somebody go, well, man, I like Man of Steel. Yeah, it's fine. I like Wonder Woman. Yes, the first Wonder Woman's excellent. I didn't think it was as good as this. Not for me, anyway. Not to me. Uh, yeah, uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cut, good, uh, but not not this. Not to me. I don't know. What did you think? Are, 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 I liked it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, peace. The, 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 until next time, we'll see you in the two hundred nine. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, as you know. Uh, I, I try to do my, like, what's my number one thing when I go to a movie? You don't want to go in with any preconceived notions. You try not to hear what other people are saying okay. or look at yes. reviews. But also, like, my number one goal for a movie is to be entertained. Correct. Yes. So, that is something you and I both talk so, about a lot. So, like, it might not be the best movie of all time, but uh, am I entertained? Did I have a good time? Right. That's a big deal to me. Like, that doesn't mean it's going to be... You know, like all like a lot of people didn't like Captain Marvel immediately. Right. I was entertained. I thought it was very good. I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. Right. So did I. <clears throat> Despite us being twenty minutes late. No. Yes. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> well, had I worked in Stockton before, I would have known we were going the wrong way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, so it's really my fault for not going to another yeah. job earlier. Um. Anyway, yeah, I was I have it up right here. Oh, do you? Okay. Uh, so it's twenty six point. Well, mine says twenty six point six. Oh, yours says twenty six point five. So it's made a little bit more money since this post that I found. Well, yeah, I mean it's a, <laughs> yeah. So it was opening uh, Suicide Squad opening weekend made twenty six point six million, which is a massive disappointment in consider in consideration that the other one made one hundred thirty eight million. See, that's what I'm saying, man. That's huge, and you but, gotta think. Yeah. Those people that saw the first one to make it 138 million, I guarantee they were watching it on HBO Max at home. Like they they didn't skip this movie. No one I talked to bypassed this movie that that's into superhero movies. Like everyone I talked to watched it, but not at the theater. So like that's got to be where the disconnect is. I can only think that like had this not been on HBO Max, you're at least seeing you'd at least see 80 million opening weekend. I'd be shocked. You know, there's going to be some blowout because the first Suicide Squad did a shit ton opening weekend, but everybody hated it. Like it was universally hated by the critics, hated by the fans alike. So there's a lot of people that were probably like, oh, I ain't going to watch that. That first one sucked. Right. So you got to at least think, I'd say you're doing 60 to 80 opening weekend if you didn't have HBO Max. That's just a guess on my opinion, but I'd be shocked if that wasn't the case. So you think HBO Max, if my number's correct, at least took 40 to $50 million out of, out of movie theater pockets for tickets. That's tickets, purses, asses, and seats, you know, that, that they didn't get. So here's the thing. And, and, and so I'll, I'll talk about the movie here in a second, but you, you touched on it a little bit. 
91% Rotten Tomatoes, which is a pretty damn good score. That's really, at one point it was like 97. So some more reviews came in and it dropped some. Um, so just to put things in perspective, Birds of Prey got 201.9 million for the career or the length of the box office. Wonder Woman 1984 got 166.5 million, which was a terrible movie. And that's pretty good because that one did stream at the same time. Yeah. So that's, that's good for, numbers. Not for the opening night. That's just overall. Oh, overall. Okay, These got are overall you. Numbers. Got you. Got you. Okay. Black Widow overall got 368.2 million, which is kind of low. Yeah. But, for a Marvel, yeah. But we're also in this area where you can stream at home. You can do this. You know what I mean? Right. Which is probably why Scarlett Johansson was arguing. You know. Right. That's written into her contract. Right. You know, like, what if you got an extra $50 million bump if it got to $500 million? You know what I mean? Right, But it's absolutely. not going to get there because you're streaming it and you're not counting those numbers towards my money. Right. Yeah, yeah. So. <clears throat> For sure. It, anyway. It's just, it, you're right, though. It's a different time now. There are people, let's be honest, there are people that are still terrified to go out to a public place. That's got to take some kind of factor into it, too, I would think, because I'm just reading here. Free Guy, the new Ryan Reynolds movie, kicked ass at the box office they're making a big deal free guy tops the box office friday night five million bucks five million that's that sounds good for a day right that's really not that great that's okay for a movie so if free guy continued that pace over saturday and sunday it might have done th it saturday is probably going to be better than friday it maybe made 25 or 30 million over the weekend that it opened and that was the top movie that they're saying hey this movie's kicking ass there's got to be something that said for people are still scared. Like there's two camps. There's the camp. Well, there's probably three camps, but two of the camps are more verbal. There's the camp that's like, oh, fuck no. I'll wait till it's at home. It ain't worth the risk. I'm going to stay home. It'll be on streaming in a couple months. Then there's the other camp that's like, hell no, I ain't wearing my mask. I'm not getting vaccinated. I think this is a government plot. and It's all bullshit. Let's go. But I don't think that camp goes to the movies as much. That could be wrong. So, Free Guy made twenty eight point four over its whole weekend for the opening weekend. So, and that's but with no streaming, right? So that's not that great. No, that's and that Suicide was Squad one made twenty six. That we said, yeah, with streaming, with streaming, yeah. So there you have it. That tells you something right now. Like and 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 I and how many people did you just say? Everyone that you talked to didn't go to the theater. They streamed it. You yes, streamed it. I, I've talked at no one who saw it in the theater except you. Yeah. So and the free guy is another one. Critics are loving it. Like critics are like this movie's better than it should be. Like really fun. Reynolds and the girl in it have chemistry. I want to see it. I'm dying to see it. I really want to see that movie. I love the trailers for it. But and that was a strong opening weekend. Well, so that then our theory gets thrown off a little bit, right? So, yes, I'm sure streaming has something to do with it, but maybe it's more so people are just scared. People are like, I don't want to die going to the movies. Hey, you know, when I was in Colorado, um, they, they got bumped back up into the red. They're in the red tier again. And it's the Delta variant. And they can track it. When people start getting sick, they can trace it back to where it came from. My buddy John said they traced it back to two events, this this spike they got. One, the All-Star Game was in Colorado. Some of it came from there. Two, there was a concert at Red Rocks. That's where they traced back these spikes from. Somehow they can find out where people were, what they did. and Contact so, tracing. Yeah, and they can go back and figure that out. So a concert and a sporting event. 
So movies fall right in line with that. Like there are people that are like, hey, we went back up into the red. You got this Delta variant. We don't know what's going on. No movie is worth dying over, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that I'm sure are terrified. They don't want to do it. I know uh, when I was in Colorado and I mentioned, hey, Wu-Tang Clan added a second show. Um, I can imagine when them knowing that they're up in the red and knowing that they can trace this disease back to, to those kind of events, they weren't chomping at the bit to go to a concert. And and I and I was like, cool, I'm a guest. We're hanging out. I, I came to see you guys anyway. But I could understand like not wanting to go to a big, massive gathering with things like that happening so you know in a movie theater if it's sold out you're shoulder to shoulder with folks you know and and and, uh they they weren't asking to wear masks the last time i was in the movies well no that's not true in los angeles they were in anaheim we went and saw uh jungle cruise and they were requiring did you see that yet jungle cruise No. no yeah i'll be interested to hear your take on that when you watch it um i have an interesting take but we'll discuss after you've seen it Anyway, um, yeah, they were asking for masks in L.A., but when we went and saw Black Widow, they weren't asking for masks here in El Dorado Hills anyway. So maybe that's it. Combination streaming meets fear of COVID equals poor movie ticket sales. I mean... I I think you're accurate. And just to put things in perspective, uh, Free Guys opening weekend came in first, but do you know what came in second? No. Paw Patrol movie. Ah. Of people getting out kids. of kids and putting kids in the theater so you can yeah. get a break or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. And beat out, uh, I guess there was a, a Hugh Jackman movie, a Michael Keaton movie. That Hugh Jackman movie is HBO streaming as well, is HBO it? Max. Yeah, was it Reminisce or? Yeah. Yeah, that, that one's on HBO Max as well. Okay. Only got two million. Yeah. Opening weekend. That's light, man, for Hugh Jackman adventure yeah that's however reminisce is also streaming on hbo max is what yeah, it says yeah that's it so that that's so it's a combination and unfortunately i don't know maybe hbo max wins in this but boy the people that own movie theaters that are paying for these movies may not be able to continue to stay open and do business because if you give a lot of people the choice, I think they'll choose to be at home. Like when we were in Colorado, I was telling my buddy John how much I missed going to the movies. And he's like, I don't. The sticky floors, the person behind you that won't put their fucking cell phone down, the teenagers who keep laughing and throwing popcorn that won't shut up. He's like, I'll take streaming at home any day. And so when you think about it like that, man, how many people feel the same way he does i'd say there's probably a stronger majority of people or who's people that are just homebodies that like to stay home that like the hey i got a 40 50 inch tv and a surround sound i don't need to go to the movies you and i who look at it as like an event and we're excited for the trailers and the popcorn and the the lights dimming and the, that rush i think there's we're in the minority of people that, that would just say at home so if they're giving people the option, I think there's more people that will take the home option and not spend their money. And, and these theaters are losing out. These, a lot of times, individually owned and operated movie theaters. I, I lost my theater in Jackson. I don't have a local movie theater. I have to drive 40 minutes now to go to the movies. I don't have a choice. Right. It's over for that theater. I mean, I, I'll be shocked if someone doesn't buy it and take it over. But at the same time, with the numbers you're pulling up, 20 million opening weekend that's spread out over the whole united states of, of america that ain't just that means the theater in jackson that movie's gonna make 50 bucks no you know not 50. right 
you know, may, maybe four or 500 bucks. Like that's nothing. Like that's, that's not paying the bills. They need asses in the seats buying that $10 popcorn and the $20 sodas. If the movie doesn't draw those people in, then they're in trouble because they bought it already. And if they don't sell that popcorn, they're not making that money. And with people like my friend John, who's like, I don't like going to the movies. You give them that option. Like option A is watch it at home. Option B is the theater. They're going to take option A every single time, without a doubt. But if you say option A is the theater, option B is you wait two months, and then you can stream it. My buddy John would probably wait, but I think there's a lot of people that are on that fence. They're like, oh, there's going to be spoilers and I'm going to miss out and everybody's going to be seeing it and saying how much they love it. I really don't, but I'm going to go. And I think that's that's it. That that's where you get into the conversation about the level of the movie, right? Right. Like people are going to go see Shang-Chi because it's a massive Marvel production. Oh, yeah. It's, we'll have this conversation again. I'll be interested to see those numbers because they have decided now that it's not going op- to not going to stream and open at the same time. So let's see what kind of numbers, what kind of weekend it has. I'll be really curious to see that. I know I'll be there. Maybe not opening weekend, but I'm definitely going to see it in the theater. It just depends what's going on opening weekend. But uh, yeah, I just you know it's it's it, it's just one of those things where I feel like, and I said this before, we're in a weird place. Yeah, a transition period, if you will. Right. And I don't know how it's going to shake out. I don't know if this is going to be what Marvel does. Like if it gets a good response and they get a big jump in numbers for 45 days you know what i mean because realistically like see i i think that a movie lasts the best movies they stay in the theater unless it's like a super summer blockbuster yeah maybe a month yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know and then the buzz dies down something else comes out yeah, when we were kids it was different but nowadays yeah absolutely yeah. when you and i were kids there'd be a movie to kick ass all summer long but, yeah. yeah no i I, yeah. I, yeah. I watched Pirates of the Caribbean in the theater. What did I say? Six times? Five, I six saw times? It, I saw it twice. And it was over yeah. three months easy. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. all summer. Yes. Like, I remember I saw it four or five times. And then we went to Tahoe. And then I took my mom and my dad and somebody else that hadn't seen it right. in Tahoe. Right, right, right. Because I was yeah. like, you got to see this. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like your buddy, buddy John, John was like, yeah. we're watching this. Yeah, you know? sit down. It's happening. Yeah. And, and so, but that was literally like over a three month period. Right. Now nothing, like I don't, I don't even think Endgame was in the, maybe Endgame was in the month for, for theater. Endgame for had that run cause they re-released it with that raw footage that nobody'd seen and they really pushed it over the top. But yeah, no. And you're talking about, they're talking about with Shang-Chi, like they're going to release it and then they're going to uh, stream it. It'll be able to stream in like a month or a little over a month. God, do you remember when we were kids how long it felt like it took for a movie to come out on VHS at your local video store? If you went to the theater and saw it and loved it and you didn't have the money to go see it again, you waited and waited and it felt like an eternity. A lot of times it could be like seven months, eight months, even a year. So to now for people to only have to wait a month, if you really hate the movie theater, you really hate that experience, what's a month as an adult? It goes by like that, man. If you got kids and a job, you'll be like, oh, look, Shang-Chi streaming. Cool. Like, you know, like that's nothing. I used to hate that I would watch a movie and be like, oh, man, this was amazing. 
and you'd have to wait eight months for it to come out on yeah. DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no renting, there was no streaming, it just Nothing. was gone. You waited at the video store. And then there was like, oh, Black Mask coming out on Blu-ray in February. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait until February. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then oh. like it would come out and then people would just like, sometimes like Blu-rays would sell out. Oh, I, there were days, I, there were movies that I went to the store to get because they'd be like, you know, today only it's $15.99. Tomorrow it's going to be $21.99. You'd be like, everybody would rush to the store, like to Walmart to be sold out. Like, or do you remember going to Blockbuster to that movie you didn't see at the theater? They didn't anticipate how popular it was going to be. And you'd run to that new release wall and they were gone. And you'd be like, hey, do you have any more copies? Nah, we just sent the last one out. That dude in the truck's pulling out with it. Maybe you can go catch him and beg him for it. You know, like you'd have to wait two days for everybody to return it and then pray you got there soon enough before you and the rest of the schmucks were waiting for that same copy. Like, come on, come on, God. no, 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 no. Yeah, man, the, people don't know. Like we've gotten spoiled. Like, the, yeah, a month? That's nothing, nothing. Huh. When I was a kid, yeah. we used to have to wait nine months for the digital video disc. I could, yes, absolutely. Or the VHS, man. That's another thing. Like, I can remember not being able to afford a VCR. And it was a big weekend night when you'd, you'd rent the VCR and rent a couple of movies and get a pizza and make a weekend of it. Movies, pizza. And you not only took the movies back, you had to take the VCR back. Like, oh, we rented a VCR, kids. Like, Bill, let me just tell you, uh, give yeah. you a little bit of um, friendly advice, if you don't mind. Yes, please. Be kind and rewind absolutely do you remember i know you do i'm do asking you remember you. the time yes when we fell in love do you remember, remember the time, time when we first met girl michael but it would be do you remember to rewind when you got your tape did you remember to rewind please be kind that's it that's a hit baby that is it <laughs> I remember my friends had. I the never had one. Till Infinity Podcast presents Be Kind Rewind, <laughs> streaming now. I mean, they had those stickers and all the videos. But do you remember how pissed you'd be when you'd be so excited to watch a movie and you would sit down and pop that tape in, and the credits would be rolling, and you'd be like, "You motherfuckers, man!" And that wasn't a fast process. Stop, rewind. It start off slow. Get going, and finally you hear it click, 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 and hit the end. Oh man, that just annoyed the shit out of me. My buddies had separate rewinders. Oh yeah, that rewound like he had one that looked like a, a Ferrari, and you yeah. pushed a button and it popped out, and you stuck the tape in, and it was like lightning fast rewind, like more than your tape. It was like zip, and it was done. I was like. Ooh, I got to get me one. That was like high tech shit. Like, oh man, can, hey, where'd you get that, man? Get that along? Shit. I, I can tell you this: uh, the mad, uh, the mad cyclone. Uh, as I talked about, I used to live with him and his family when I first moved to the valley. Uh huh. They had one. I think it was a Corvette, but it could have been a Ferrari. It was definitely yeah, yeah. some type of some red kind car. of red fancy yeah, car. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So as soon as you said that, I guarantee the mad cyclone was like, we had that or we had one like that. I, I guarantee. Well, let that us know, did. man. Was it a Corvette or a Ferrari? I just remember it was a red sports it was car. So Certainly red. Yeah, that much I remember. Yeah, and he's gonna be like, "Yeah, it was a yellow Volkswagen Bug, idiot." <laughs> They're just not fast. Like, yeah, but dude, I could remember that being jealous of the lightning fast rewind. And you know, I had buddies that still had. You remember when Laserdisc was the shit? 
Yeah, in high school. Big, they were like massive, giant DVDs that you shoved in that looked like a record. And you'd be in the middle of a movie and it'd be getting good and it would stop. And I'd be like, what the fuck? What happened? Oh, you got to turn it over. Just like a record. Turn it over and flip the other side. Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. So a month? Waiting a month? That's nothing. Right. Who's going to go to a movie if if you're a homebody? If you're somebody who just likes to chill at the house and curl up with a blanket and your dog, which, hey, I love... You and I both dig that, but we like movies too. They're going to wait a month. So I just foresee from here on out, if this is how fast they're going to go to streaming, that movie is going to have to be like an event film, like the um, end game status yeah. to make money anymore. Because you're well, looking at Free Guy, which I thought the trailer looked phenomenal. I thought the trailer for this new Suicide Squad was great. 25, 30 million for an opening weekend. When you think... I guarantee both of those movies cost what? The budgets had to be like $200 million to make them. So if they don't make that money back in streaming, we may not see a sequel. You know what I well, mean? Well, I can tell you this. I went to the movies uh, with my mom. I took her to see it mostly because you took were, her to see the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yes. And mostly because you were like, yeah, I do wish I saw it in the theater. And I was like, well, I've already got the Regal Pass and then uh, take mom out to the movies and, you know, we'll get the popcorn and drink and, you know, yes. make a day of it. Yes. And, uh, I can tell you this, like, the first thing that she said was, well, don't you have HBO Max? Right. And right, I was right, like, right. yeah, but I want to see it in the theater. Yeah. Why? Because I, I also have the Regal Pass. Mom. Well, she's like, why? Yeah. And I was like, because I heard that it's one of those type of movies that's going to be enhanced by a, being on the big screen and with yes. the big Dolby surround and you know what I mean? And so she was like, all right. And I was like, you're not paying. Just get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> and I got, I, I, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. buy the ticket, you know. Yeah, yeah. We got the popcorn. We got the, the soda. And it's funny. She was, uh, she was over there. She was like, she didn't say this, but she's like, I was like, you want a soda? And she's like, oh, it's expensive. I'll just have a, bo- a water. And I was like, oh, the $5 water. That's way better than the $7 soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Yeah. The 20-ounce bottle where, or the... 56 ounce refillable drink (laughs) yes exactly yeah yeah i'd rather you get a 56 ounce of water yeah seven dollars and get a refill yeah please yeah anyway uh so uh my my overall review of the movie uh to circle back is i really had a it was really fun i enjoyed it um most importantly the dialogue was uh was fantastic i agree and that's you know we've talked about that before like with marvel movies and how um they they made an improvement when they did Aquaman. The you know sure. the the the, yeah. the the dialogue was more normal human, right? Like you know smart asses and shit. Like like Idris Elba was perfect. Like you know like oh for fuck's sake, yeah. What the fuck is this? Yeah, oh yeah. my god. Yes. You know like that yeah. kind of, like that's real life. Like right. if if I was outside and a like you know this big huge starfish came up and started. Sp- I'd be like, what in the shit? Yeah, yeah. It's real life. That's how it would be. To so. me, I describe that this movie as if if Quentin Tarantino decided to make a superhero movie, it would be this this version of the Suicide Squad. To me, that's what it was. I think it definitely needed to be R-rated. I'm so used to the PG-13 super movie, superhero movie and the Tamer superhero movie that I was a little taken aback at first by the like, 
over the top violence, like the slashing of people's heads and the bullets, the headshots, the bullets, the blood. Like I was, that's why when you said you, you showed me a picture of your mom, I was like, yo, mom is a warrior. I don't think my mom would have made it through that movie. Like she might've sat through it, but we'd have left and she'd have told me like, oh my God, the language and the violence, it's just not necessary. And I'd have to say, mom, for this, these characters, it's necessary. Like, cause I went back. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed this mm -hmm. Suicide Squad movie so much. I went back and I, I went in reverse. I watched the Birds of Prey and then I watched the first Suicide Squad movie. Birds of Prey is rated R. Not quite as violent as as this Suicide Squad, but it's violent and it's it's good. Pretty good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, the action sequences were amazing. The stunt coordination was incredible. The stunt team on that one, they take some crazy falls on the Birds of Prey. I really enjoyed that part of it. Then I went back to the original Suicide Squad. I think it's just called Suicide Squad. Uh, it's PG-13, and it's just missing something, right? These are supposed to be villains, like demonic, evil people. They've been sent on a mission that they rightfully should not return from, that they really want nothing to do with, but they're being forced into. It should be brutal and gritty and violent and bloody, and there should be swearing from these people. And that's what the first one lacks. The first three acts are pretty good. I really liked Will Smith, but boy, it derailed the end. They they don't stick the landing on the original Suicide Squad. Um, so yeah, I liked this new one so much that I went back and watched all of them. And I don't think any of them are a waste of your time. To quote you, man, they're all entertaining. Um, but they really nail Harley Quinn in this new one. If you go back and watch the first two, Harley Quinn is very cartoony, very over the top, and she still is in this one. But they rein her in a bit. Like, they just kind of let her go to do whatever she wanted. And in this one, she's a little more subdued, a little more reined in. And she's, I loved her so much more in this one. And Birds of Prey, she's really good, but she's still very over the top. And she's really cheesy in the first Suicide Squad. But in this one, man, James Gunn just, he knows how to make an ensemble movie. I mean, he showed it with Guardians of the Galaxy. And I thought he knocked it out of the park. I mean, Sylvester Stallone is the dumb shark guy. Dude, brilliant, like brilliant use of his voice. Everybody makes fun of Sylvester Stallone is like the, hey, 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 Adrian, yeah, Adrian, you know? So to have him play this like shark that's like, uh, uh, you know, like he, he can't talk, he can't count, he's reading a book upside down to like try to look smart, you know, like that kind of shit was great to me, man. And just the scenes like, what really reminded me of Tarantino is the scene where they think they're saving flag. They go into the camp and they just start annihilating yeah. people, just killing everyone. And then they get to flag and find out he's okay. And that these were the people that rescued him in the jungle. And they're like, how did you get past all my people? How come they didn't alert me? These they're like, uh, Oh shit. We didn't see anybody. We didn't see no people. What people like there's no, 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 nobody out there. You're good. Like, Genius. I just thought that was, they managed to take these people who are despicable that you shouldn't like, and yet you still rooting for them. And that's not easy to do, man. And they did it in spades in this movie. That was my problem with the first Suicide Squad is, is these are supposed to be horrible, awful people. And you're watching it going like, they don't seem that bad. Like, why are they locked up? Like they didn't do the proper job of, showing you how awful they were before then giving them that kind of redemption moment. Whereas in this Suicide Squad movie, you see exactly why they are where they are and why they should stay there 
and yet you're still for some reason rooting for them and still for some reason they do the right thing where at the end of the original Suicide Squad when they do the right thing you're like why did they do that I don't get it but you get it at the end of this one I just think it was perfectly cast I thought John Cena was great I still love um, Viola Davis she's in the first Suicide Squad as well she's great as kind of the manipulative government you know whatever you want a government run person who's running this program and she's a real bitch she'll do anything at whatever cost whoever's lives it costs to get it done and she don't care like she plays that so well um margot robbie as as uh as harley quinn is really good the sequence where she falls in love with that guy instantly and they they have sex and then he asks her to marry him and she's all excited and then he talks about how he'll do anything to, and she shoots she, she turns around and instantly shoots him because he says he's gonna like do experiments that'll kill kids and she's like you're gonna kill little kids that's just wrong and she just caps him like just like that came out of the blue you didn't see that coming and like this movie really just fired on all levels for me just entertaining exciting funny like yeah man i uh full 209 cosine for me i thoroughly enjoyed it uh in the sake of um in the sake of uh fairness uh-huh. uh i know a couple people who said it was okay uh-huh they didn't think it was great um i know that uh for example um oh you nasty uh said he enjoyed it but he also didn't like uh, King Shark. They thought they kind of mailed it in with what he looked like. Oh, okay. And then like uh, the visual effects of yeah, it. Yeah. So this is what King Shark looks like in the CW and the Flash. Oh yeah. Okay. And that would have looked way better. I didn't me. know he was in the Flash. Yeah. Okay. I I saw I watched. So he was kind of cartoony. He kind of didn't. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I saw that and I was like, all right, I can see that. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, I don't follow the TV shows all that much. Uh, but overall, and I know uh, Bobby Barbacoa said he he probably had too high of expectations, oh, knowing okay. that it was James Gunn doing it, and he probably went in there with a little too high expectations. Okay, uh, I did see he said it was good. He just you know wasn't amazing, but he probably you know that's one of those things. Like I try to avoid going in with too high expectations. Yeah, I went in with I it. went in with zero expectations, having seen none of the other ones and hearing nothing good about any of the other ones. I just expected, like, this could be just whatever, like, maybe horrible. So maybe it's not as good as I think it is, but because if you go in with your expectations in the dirt, you're either going to stay in the dirt or there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah. And it went up for me. So I thought that Idris Elba was amazing. John Cena was great. I liked, obviously, Dios mio. Uh, Harley Quinn was great. Um, I, I, I like the story. Uh, I also not, like a lot of the guys that they killed off. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Apparently yeah. they were in the other Suicide Squad. I don't know. Yes. The the Boomerang guy that dies Captain at the Boomerang. very bega- beginning is in the first Suicide Squad. Yes. Who else? Uh, who else? Was Javelin in there? Flew a Borg? I don't remember Javelin in the first one. No. Uh-uh. Okay. So anyway, a lot of guys like Pete Davidson was in there. He yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of him. So when he, when I saw he was in it, I was like, oh, no, nah, this dude kind of bugs me. And then they killed him off. And I was like, yes, because like, I'm not a big Pete Davidson fan. I don't uh, know what it is. He Michael Rooker. Yeah, that was cool. Because that's your that's your um, 
that's your connection to uh, Guardians. Guardians, like yeah, and and Sylvester Stallone too. Right. Sylvester Stallone's one of the main Ravagers at the end of the second one, so it's cool. He like brought in his Guardians family, and I love Rooker because he seems like this hard ass, badass motherfucker. And then as soon as the shit starts to go down, he's in the water swimming away, like hell no, I'm out of here. This is some bullshit. And the lady just blows him up, dude. Like. Like crazy, man. Just like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, man. I, I really did. I'd recommend. If you haven't seen it, if you've got HBO Max, it's free. Check it out. Unless you're turned off by like like my mom, Mama A. You know, yeah. if you're turned off to, to swearing and violence and bloodshed, turn you off. Then don't. Yeah, if you're not like a Quentin Tarantino movie fan or, or like that kind of thing, don't watch it. Yeah, it's not going to be for you. I'll tell you this, man. Rats are the lowliest and most despised of all creatures, my yeah. love. But if they have purpose, so do we all. Yes. Rat catcher, baby. Yeah, that's right. There was a girl. That was her power. She, she controlled the rats. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. I had a good time. It was entertaining. My mom liked it. She laughed. Uh, Shout out to Mama Bit, man. That's yeah, that's. Man. I, I, I said it to you that night how awesome I thought she was, how cool that is. The fact that she enjoyed it, man, as a mom, you know, I'm thinking of my mom in that movie, and I just don't think she would have come out with positive thoughts. Like, so that that's awesome. Man. Yeah, she liked it. She was entertained. Dope. Uh, and then the uh, last piece before we get on out of here uh, is the post-credit scene, which, uh, did you see? I did. Which uh, basically alludes to the fact that Peacemaker is going to get a spinoff. Right, correct. He's still alive, and... Uh, he is coming back in some capacity to save the world. Yeah, uh, I, I did like the fact that uh, Idris Elba used his his own technology to shoot him. He had smaller bullets. Like that's the thing. Like how do you put a bullet through a bullet? He's like you get to get smaller bullets, man. And so when he shot him, he's like, "How'd you shoot me?" He's like, "Smaller bullets, man." Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was awesome. But yeah, um, I liked him as a character. I don't know if I want to see a Peacemaker movie. I'll be honest with I you. I think it's gonna be a show. Oh, a like TV show Disney like Plus type. Yeah, like HBO DC. Max has all the DC shows. They've yeah. got a show called Titans that's supposed to be really good. And now that I know that uh, the shark is in the Flash, I watched season one of the Flash. It was very good. I didn't realize. Uh, is the shark dumb? I'd be curious to know if the shark is really dumb, like the shark in uh, in in, uh, in the Suicide Squad. This is the picture squad. he sent me. Yeah, the picture. He looks really cool. Like, I just can't picture this creature saying num nums num nums you yeah. know like i wonder like if if that was something a persona they created for the movie like because i'd be curious to find out if he's stupid like that like you know what i mean like clearly he's in new york with the flash so yes really i know i gotta watch about. that show's good i watched season one of the flash it's excellent man i just one of those things i yeah you get sidetracked and you don't keep up i'm not the biggest tv guy so but i loved episode uh season one of the flash mm -hmm. it was great. yes sir well, there you have it. Yes, sir. The 209 review of Suicide Squad and just basically the state of the movies today. And yeah. The future of movies and what's going to happen. And even a, a little flashback to our youth, the Be Kind Rewind era. That's yeah. where we come from. Let us know what the uh, if you had your own personal rewinder. Yes. Hey, Cyclone, man. I want to know what kind of car that was. I'm really curious now. Yeah. Hopefully I'm not like psychotic and he's like what the fuck are you talking about? no dude it's a definitely a red sports car of some sort that must have just been what they sold because that's exactly what i envisioned my buddy had right next to the vcr on the entertainment center it was part of it or like down on the floor right in front of it dude 
and he'd be like, oh, don't worry about it. I got this. Zindan. Like, yeah, it was impressive, man. It was what impressed us as young kids. What impressed us? All right. You ready to get on up out of here, my friend? Good episode. Oh, hell yeah. All right. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Okay, bye, everybody. Peace.